Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and of course, tales of parenting woe. Because let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. You shouldn't settle for just any old pair of leggings. You deserve something better, something designed with you in mind. Like the new Inspire leggings by Kalia. Their most versatile collection yet, made for any workout. They're lightweight, buttery soft, breathable, and made with lycra adaptive fiber, which molds to your body for a barely there supportive fit. It's perfect for wherever your wellness routine takes you. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. Hello, you're listening to Parents in Hell with... Freddie, can you say Rob Beckett? What's Rob Beckett? Is that Rob Beckett? No, and can you say Josh Widdicombe? I can't say that. Can you try? <laughs> no, Josh. <laughs> Josh Widdicombe. Uh, uh, Josh Widdicombe. No, yeah, and Josh Widdicombe. Nope. They always struggle with yours, didn't they, Josh? Yeah, fair enough. But I like his honesty. He didn't even bother. I enjoyed the very loud cartoons in the background and the kid sighing. Ugh. Hi, Rob and Josh. Here's Freddie doing the intro or refusing to do Josh. Sorry. Freddie is 33 months and lives in Battersea. Faye from Guernsey. That, that implies that she lives in Guernsey and she sent him to Battersea and he's only 33 months. It implies he's left home, doesn't it? Yes, he's very independent. That, that was not. I like that one though. She seemed. She seemed very calm for a child that wasn't listening to anything she said. Really. Exactly. Yeah. But that's our lives, Rob. Oh my God, Rob, I'm knackered. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? You hide it well. Can I tell you about my morning before we get started? <laughs> yeah, go on then. So we've been recording this show uh, for Sky that comes out uh, in the new year. Yeah, this is. So we've, we're doing this Thursday for our for next Tuesday's episode, and um, so we've been filming Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Doing the panel yeah. showing records. Two episodes on Wednesday. Yes, last night. It was good though. The show's great. It was, the show was great. Thank God for that. Because otherwise this would be so awkward. Well, yeah, it's for, like, for a, to keep people up to date, it's a panel show about TV for Sky with me and you and Alison Hammond. And we have loads of great guests. And also, yeah. which I can't believe you've not mentioned it before because we sort of forgot to. But if you want to come and watch it being filmed oh, yeah, that's a good in point. Shepherd's Bush at Television Centre, there is <laughs> such, such you, a good You can point. get free tickets. <laughs> We should have done that before because yeah. then we would have got loads of podcast fans in, not people that are just. But we've got four more. We've got past. two more. We've got four more episodes coming out. Yes, to record in a, in a week. We're filming on the thirtieth of October, three days in a row. So yeah, just Google. Oh, it's, is it awkward? This I like it. Well, the no, name. I like it. The, the name of the show. I love it because you're hosting it. Yeah, I'm the host. You're a team captain, Madison. Do you find that awkward? I find it fucking brilliant. Well, the show's called Rob Beckett's Smart TV. Okay, I, love I hate it. it. Well, it's all. Do you? It's just a bit awkward when you see it. It puts a little extra level of pressure when people go, "Oh, <laughs> hi, know. are you here for Rob Beckett Smart TV?" And I'm like, "But I'm I'm Rob Beckett. I'm, I've never been so relieved. I've never been so laid back in my life." It makes total sense. I tell you why it makes total why? sense. Because if I'm going through the Sky Planner, yeah, and you see a show called Smart TV, you go, "I don't know what the hell that is." Right. If you see the name of the host, you go, "I'm on board," or not even going to bother. Exactly. <laughs> 
if they don't like you, it's not for them. Um, oh, did I tell you what happened when I arrived? Because I, I, the people have been taking the mickey out of what I wear to do yeah. TV shows. Yeah, I've got a photo here. Okay, we'll you can put Instagram. it on Instagram. So basically, when we're on, a, I'm on the show. I'm very smart. But when I'm not, I just wear shorts, Birkenstocks, little backless sliders and a T-shirt. And I do look scruffy, but I'm cosy. I'm comfy, Josh. And Yeah. Cause I, but I don't look like a man that's about to host a TV show. No. So when I arrived at the studio on the second day, I got out of the car and a, the, the security lady went, um, what are you here for? I went, I'm here for a show. She went, audience is round the other side. I said, oh, I'm not in the audience. I'm, I'm on it. And she went, what, what show is it? And I went, Smart TV. She went, there's no show called that. I went, oh, okay, it's Rob Beckett's Smart TV. And then she went, ha, <laughs> ha, she, she said, who are you? And I said, I'm Rob Beckett. Oh, come on. And then she went, oh, God. it's your Smart TV. I was like, yeah, sort of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, went, I went, so you're Rob Beckett? I went, yeah. She went, no, you're not. I went, what? Yeah, she went, no, you're not. I went, I just said, I am. And she went, but, but you're not. I went, I am. And I don't know what else to say now. Cause I, <laughs> apart from I am, I don't know. What, in the end, she said, no, I have to ring someone. So I ended up, I, had to, I Googled myself. Oh, but no. all the photos of me are me without glasses and a beard. Oh God. So then she went, that's not you. And I was like, you got a point actually. Where's your ice cream? <laughs> but anyway, getting on with the show. Um, I got in last night at half, t- like 20 past 12. Yep. Uh, had an English muffin and went to bed. <laughs> Didn't even really want it, but I just wanted to feel something. I do that. When I get in, like, I've been eating really good all day, then I'll just sit there and I literally eat two massive rounds of peanut butter on toast. Yeah. And it's sort of nice, but then I get in bed and I feel like an absolute piglet. Yeah, I'm like, why have I done that? I wasn't even hungry. It just felt, it was pure comfort. Yeah, I'm like, I, I kind of convinced myself, oh, you can't go to bed hungry. Now you've thought about food, you're going to have to have it. Yeah, but you, you wouldn't be hungry if we'd gone to bed earlier like normal. It's just because we no, work late. of course, it's half 12 in the evening. I had a Kit Kat at half 10, which is pretty out of character, if I'm honest with you. Um, what was on your muffin? Uh, just butter and Marmite. So then I went to bed and then my son woke what, up. What's, at, that kind of, what's that in the background? It's a chainsaw cutting down a tree. Oh, God. Is that a problematic, Michael? No, I just wondered what it was. I thought it was a tube. I thought, well, but I thought it was like London. I thought I could hear London. I thought it was Atmos, but it's a chainsaw. How big's a tree? It, it can't take that long. Anyway, so my son woke up at half two. Oh, no. Then I got up, but he, you know, he resettled just before I got in the room and Rose called me back. That kind of, don't go in, don't go in, he's resettling. All right, okay. Came back. Hour later, he wakes up again. This time he needs me to go in. There's this kind of agreement that, I, I don't totally get on board with that he likes Rose so much that I really need to go in at night because Rose going in would pep him up too much. Okay, uh, right. So I, I can see the logic both sides, but I can definitely see why you might be annoyed by that. It's not ideal for me. Right, so the argument is that he's a bit of a mummy's boy and prefers Rose to you, which is fair enough. They go through stages. Yeah. So if Rose goes in, he'll get too excited and be buzzing up for it. Yeah. That he won't go back to sleep. However, if you go in, he'll be like, oh, there's someone I sort of vaguely recognise. Well, I bet that's a bit harsh. Well- <laughs> No, no, his dad, his dad, obviously his dad. Love dad. Here's, yeah. Here he comes. Um, but I, I would argue, and I think it's a fair point, tell me if I'm wrong, that potentially if he has got a favourite, your son, if the favourite parent goes in, whoever it may be at that time, goes in, then that would soothe him a bit more because he's more comfortable that the one he prefers is there. Well, the other interesting thing is... And is it a prefer or is it a dislike? No, well, actually, I think this decision was made and then the popularity has swung back. Okay, yeah. So you're the more popular one now. 
Well, no, I'd say I'd say it's even, it's like Brexit. It's it's, a, it's yeah. tough to call. It's tough. To, I wouldn't want to call it at this stage <laughs> okay, in the yeah. game. I'd say this: if he goes down hurt, he asks for Rose. But in the morning, he shouts my name. So right, you make the decision. Okay. Going back to sleep. This is two thirty in the morning. Yeah, my daughter comes in at seven. Get up with her. I am absolutely effed. Do you do school run? No, Rose has done the okay, school. Yeah, run. I, I didn't do school. I, I got in about half twelve as well. Um, because um, you know, I live so far away now. It's so it takes ages to get back. Got back same time as you, even though you still live in London. Um, and um, <laughs> anyway, so that's a side point. And I, stay, I should say I stayed for six drinks. Didn't you? No, I didn't. I was <laughs> going legend. Oh, right. No, I went what's straight away. Watch the insane opening titles of this morning with the Holly Willoughby tribute. Oh, God, it's home. mad, isn't it? If you've not seen it, because Holly left, but obviously she wasn't on the show to do her goodbye. And they did a really weird goodbye Holly, but just put loads of pictures of her face on the side of buildings. <laughs> where it said, thanks for 14 years. And then one, it wasn't even her face. It was just a, a row of houses. And it, in capitals, like clip art, just said... Family first, which yeah. looked like some sort of, you know, Fathers for Justice protest where they hung <laughs> letters on a building of like the sort of the, the politician in charge of parent rights. Um, so, yeah, I, so I, I got in about half 12 and then I, I just can't, I'm so jazzed up. I just can't go to sleep when I've done. Oh, really? So I think I sleep about half two, three. Oh my word. Oh, well, I can't complain now. And then, uh, no, then I, I got up with the kids about, um, I could hear Lou shouting at them about 6.45am and then I sort of got up at seven. But then I got up as like the conquering hero because it's horrible for Lou. I felt so sorry for because they're like, Daddy, yes, Daddy's home. Daddy's it. And poor Lou's been, you know, because I've been, it's been such long days at at work. I've not been, I've not seen them really like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at all. So she's had them on her own nonstop doing all sorts and loads of busy stuff. And then they're like, Daddy, love you, Daddy. And then Lou's like, come on, we need to get in the car. We need to get in the car. Like that. And then when I was in the car, Lou sort of lost it with him like that. and my daughter was in the back seat and I saw her like lean, lean over her so I could see her through the, because I was looking at the car reversing and she leant over her so I could see her in the middle, lose behind the wheel. And she leant over my seven year old and put the finger to her ear and turned it like, she look or, you know, like crazy, <laughs> just behind her like that. And I pissed myself <laughs> laughing. And Lou went, what is she doing? What is she doing? And then she turned around and she was doing it like that. And she went, you can walk like that. And I was like, okay, bye everyone. Have a lovely school run. So I did feel bad. So, but um, yeah, I'm putting a shift in the rest of the week. But you know, that's that's how it works sometimes. It was quite edgy this morning. And, and eventually Rose, I, I, you know, we were both doing the morning. The time was tight. Somehow it got away from us. I knew I was doing this at 9am. You know when you work, go straight to sleep, get up, and then you're doing that? It's just insane. Yeah. And then got them out of the house, and it was (laughs) 8.51. And I thought, I can't wait for this nine minutes. This nine minutes. (laughs) This nine minutes before I have to do some more content. Or you could just... What did you do in your nine? Incredible. I turned on the TV and I looked at my phone. You know know when you turn on the TV and then you just look at your phone? I've got like a limit of how much Instagram I can look at in a day. And because... What is your limit? Like an hour or something like that, right? But then all that happens is it goes, oh, you've reached your limit. And then you just click ignore. Yeah. So basically what I've done is I've made myself go on my phone longer because I have to press another button. (laughs) Yeah. And also made yourself more aware of quite what a waste of life. Yeah, and yeah, it's awful as well because obviously I was I couldn't sleep, so I was on my phone, which is the worst thing you can do, obviously. And then um, this morning I've reached my limit already because I, I went over my limit between the hours of twelve a.m. and two a.m. Oh no! So I've crunched through my limit, but um, yeah, anyway, I feel I, I don't feel too bad this morning, but I, I am 
I'm going to crash. I've got a fairly busy day as well. We've got parents' evening tonight. I've got to go and pick up Ooh. my daughter's new glasses um, from the shops. Um, and I've got so much admin to do because like, you can't... When you like when I used to work in an office job, you could do a bit of email admin, oh, yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit yeah. on a Zoom, yeah, yeah. you know. Because I've worked in an office job, it ain't it ain't fuck, it ain't work from eight till five. You've got a, there's right. a bit of you're right, mate. You could even slip in a little, you know, an energy provider phone, phone call at certain yeah, points yeah, of the day, can't yeah. you? Right, and like that's what I used to like about office jobs because when I worked in Sainsbury's, you can't like just get your phone out and start doing it because you've got to put yogurts out, mate. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. when you're doing a panel show, you are you can't check your email, you can't just set all the admin builds. Oh, mate. This is why the last leg's such a gift to me. Two Zoom meetings, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Honestly, during last leg series, I, I don't have an unread email. <laughs> I don't have an unpaid bill. It's incredible so, scenes. But, they, so, but do you mind the people from last leg might be listening to this? that They know that what you're doing. I, I give good stuff in the meeting. So you're saying you're, you can still do admin and operate at a functional level in your job? I think anyone who's in a Zoom meeting who isn't intermittently checking their and sorting out their emails needs to have a word with themselves they need to be more efficient yeah um i did I, I told you about the argument i had when i worked at asos didn't i no i didn't know you'd worked at asos i worked at asos as like temp contracts and my job talk about i i i'm sorry i can't remember what I, I must have i feel like i've told you this anyway quick version of it my job was there was people editing photos of clothes and then they'd send me the photos and i'd literally copy and paste them the link to them and put them in the website little hole so that they could be yeah. uploaded to the website so that i'd have a product pair of trainers and i'd put front shot back shot side shot side shot a top yeah. down shot whatever boom 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 copy paste copy paste and I had to do something like 60 a day or something where I had to get 60 products up get the photos boom boom like that anyway so I was there all day I'd hammer through it early doors and then I'd just book gigs because I was a comic like starting comedy like that and then I remember getting told off and like then meeting I was like well you, you shouldn't be doing that it should take you all day I'm like hang on don't tell me off doing that. what do you want me to just drag it out it's just so you feel better why can't I bang it out and oh when I was at Dora I had three hours work max a day Dora the Explorer yeah, it's actually really tough to fill the time. The worst... Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually sometimes easier just to do your work. It's actually easier <laughs> to do your work. That's what in offices, I'd spend so long trying to not work. I was, it would be like, oh, God. It's, it's actually better just to do the actual work. <laughs> um, so, Josh, have you got any parenting stuff we can run through? Yeah, I've got uh, the build-up to my daughter's birthday. Yeah, lovely. She's getting a goldfish. She's getting two goldfish, Rob. Spoiler alert, does she listen to this? She might not. No, she doesn't. No. So her birthday's two goldfish, right? What kind of tank you got? Well, we haven't got a tank. Don't you just go and buy it all at once? Oh, yeah, right, so you're taking her to pick. I don't think you want a fish tank in your house. It's, we're currently recording on Thursday. Yeah. The party's on Sunday. Yeah. And the fish buying's on Saturday. She's going to want better ones than goldfish. Well, she can... Yeah, I mean, a fish is a... I, it ain't, I'm mate. Using... It ain't a fish ain't a fish. I'm telling you, a fish ain't a fish. Well, she's not going to have a cod, is she? No, like... but, no but she, if she, she'll want, like... She'll go in there and want, like, a Nemo, like a Nemo one. Nemo. But then you need yeah. a heated tank. Oh, for God's That's got, sake. like, filters on it and stuff. You can't just get a, like, a... It's not like old school where you just get a vase and chuck a goldfish in and it ploughs on. So... You think we're going to go to... Where do you go to buy a fish? Pets at home or the local pet shop? I'm sure you've got some sort of wacky East London pet shop called, like, Gloria's Pet Shop with nothing in it. She just owns the freehold and can't be bothered to do something else. Because I wanted a fish tank, but it was, it, I worked out it's a lot of hassle because you have to clean yeah. it and... How often do you clean it? Quite... Well, it depends how dirty you want it. 
Oh, God, I can't be bothered. Fair enough, though. And what about the cats? Are they going to try and eat the fish? Mate, have you watched cartoons? <laughs> Where's the tank going? In our room. Ooh. What? I don't know. I always feel like a fish tank's going in the kitchen just because it, that's where wet stuff goes. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like, I just feel like, oh, what if they knock it or spill it or they start playing with it when they've got friends over? But she's quite... No, yeah, well, she might do that. Yeah. Oh God! So, how, so is, it, is are you going to get a freestanding yeah, one, or is it going to go? It any thought? Or is it going to go on the? Have you got, has she got a desk or a side or a cabinet? I don't know. How big's a fish tank? She's got shelves. Well, the problem is they're heavy because they're full of water. That's the thing. They're. Oh, it needs to be on something pretty solid. So a shelf, I think, is a risk, unless you get a tiny little one. But then if she wants a tiny little oh, one... Does it need to be high enough up that a cat's not going to murder the fish? Yeah, because they're rubbish at climbing, aren't they, cats? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I know cats. I'm, I'm not going up there. That's four foot. Fuck that. Not me. <laughs> no, oh, I think you, you, what you're going to do is uh, steer her towards goldfish, because then you can have a bit of a smaller yeah. tank and it's less engaged. But Little castle, all that kind of stuff. Lovely, yeah. That, I think that's all good. But when when I... Because I, I, I like fish, and I like the sort of... Yeah. The tropical ones that are really cool. But yeah, they um, it is a bit more heavy duty. But I'm interested to what you see what you end up with, Josh. Yeah, me too. Fish tank on Saturday, party Sunday. We've got a different party Saturday morning. Right, OK. Well, we're going to the cinema to watch The Greatest Showman. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. I've not seen it as well, so I'm quite looking forward to it. It's, it's good. Some really good songs in it. So I've got that. Then I've got Fish Tank. Then she's getting a haircut. And the next morning, all things go for her birthday. Zoo. London Zoo. London Zoo. Um, we've got a sort of cake. Oh, you man. You said I'd done the cake? Some... Don't. So you've got to take a cake to a zoo? Got to take a cake to a zoo. Oh, that... That sounds hard work, doesn't it? Oh, God, I'm so tired. Uh, what are you doing today after this? I've got the afternoon off. Lovely. I've got a bit of work that I... <laughs> Josh, Josh, the, the issue here for the listener is you're this stressed and tired. We've had the same working week. I know. <laughs> it's this morning that fucked me. Yeah, to be fair, you were, you were doing the morning. I had a bit of a... Because also as well, Lou left the house at like half seven, so I've had an hour to myself to recharge. You've oh, come straight man. in. You've only had nine it's minutes. Just, I just feel a bit buzzy. But anyway... Yeah, I find it hard... To, do you know what it is? I'm going to crash when I actually stop. So I'm still buzzing because I didn't sleep properly last night. So yeah, this is yeah, what yeah. I'm like. I, I basically maintained this level of energy for eight years before I had a mental breakdown. But <laughs> what I'm going to try and do is have some enforced chill time at the weekend yeah but um yeah oh, that, that was funny with natalie cassidy would you what she said because natalie cassidy a uh, friend of the show was on the panel show she yeah found out that we'd done th- three days in a row you'd had a really busy week you know you in defense you've had a much busier run up to it than me with bradford and benedorm um and uh, she was like josh you're doing three days in a row and she was like now i listen to the podcast i feel like your friend i'm worried you're working too much is everything okay she's almost like <laughs> checking in on you <laughs> Oh, she's lovely, isn't she? Oh, God, that's when you realise you complain too much. So I'm in a good place, looking forward to the weekend. It is interesting with kids' birthdays. They're obviously so excited. Mm-hmm. But I find a slight pressure that you just don't want to fuck it up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't I, I don't think... I mean, we had we had this when it was 
my daughter's birthday when it was COVID. You know, it was one, one of the Christmases. Well, we invited like, all our nursery and loads of friends and family. And then like, only like six kids came. And we were like, yeah. oh God. And then and we were really worried. She didn't give a shit. She was a bit like, well, where's so-and-so? No. Where's so-and-so? And we were like, oh yeah, they can't come. Don't worry. But, and then we listed the people that were there. And she had a brilliant time. And we had a brilliant yeah. party. And it was absolutely lovely. But Lou was freaking out. And we were really worried. But the kids don't care. It's adults. Yeah, they're not as aware of no. that kind of not at all. thing at all. Yeah. So. Yeah, don't don't stress about it too much. I think it's no, more the be parent because what you got. So the, what happens is, say you've got a party for your kids and loads of people can't come. You sort of go, oh my god, I've got a party for my kids. No one's coming. Oh my god, uh, 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 like that. But then you put that on your kid because they feed off it. And like, oh god, so this is bad, is it? Yeah, exactly. And the mad thing is, when you get older, you invite people to something, and the main thing is, well, hopefully they won't come, and hopefully loads of people won't come, and it'll bring the numbers down. But as a yeah. kid, it's like they've all got to come. But as you get older, you slowly want less people to come. Or we'll invite them, but hopefully they won't turn up. Weddings. The take up for a wedding is heartbreaking. What that they all say yes. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on. You know. Someone's got to be busy. <laughs> Don't cancel that. Yeah, just send your, your um, save the dates out the week before. Or just get the date wrong and then go, oh, I'm so sorry I got the date wrong. Oh, what, just to certain people? That's a good way. Oh, that's a good way of doing it. There was a printing... Oh, talking of printing errors. Yeah. I got a letter, mm. a parcel for Tom Allen this morning. I got... Is it Gabby Roslin's book? Yeah. I got a parcel addressed to Rob Rinder. <laughs> I think she's doing it on purpose. Or there's been a mix-up in, or someone in that. What's it called when you? Is the Excel spreadsheet yeah. gone skewed? Yeah. What's it? What's it called? Like a mail merger? What is it when you export yeah. the Excel into like yeah. labels? So you got one to Rob Rinder. Yeah. Because Tom Allen got one to Gok One. <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest PR of all time. Gabby Roslin's yeah. book, Spread the Joy. She has spread it already. Um, I've not read the book because it's just arrived and it's not actually for yeah. me. It's for Rob Rinder. He's no. probably going to sue me now. <laughs> I've opened his parcel. Um, so I wonder who's got mine. This is great. If you're listening and Gabby Roslin has sent you a copy of her book for PR purposes with some popcorn in it and some stickers. Did you get that? Yeah. Um, then, um, yeah, good book. Spread the joy about sort of being happy. She's the happiest person I know. But if you're yeah. listening and you've got one of these, let us know who's addressed to because I feel like there's some poor person in a PR department that's having an absolute Excel sticker fucking nightmare. Oh, my God. So, because it had my address with Tom's name on the sticker. So, at some point, unless they've done an incredible piece of PR... But the fact you've got Rob Rinder... Right, I'm going to voice note Gok Wan. Are you? Yeah. Okay, go on. Hello, Gok. It's Rob Beckett. I'm just recording the, uh, the podcast to do with Josh Widdicombe. We've received um, Gabby Roslin's new book in the post. However, mine was addressed to Rob Rinder. Josh's was addressed to Tom Allen. And then Tom Allen's book has arrived with your name on it. So it's for Gok Wan, but to his address. We want to know, have you received a book from Gabby Roslin and who was it addressed to? Thank you very much, Gok. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what he says. If she has she done one of the cleverest things that's ever happened, or it's great PR, isn't it? But it was yeah. like it's just funny. It just made me laugh. She, she, Joe, you know what she has spread the joy, whether accident or not. Good on you, Gabby Roslin. Good on Gabby Roslin for that. Well done. Yeah. Um, how is your parenting been, Rob? Um, yeah, it's good. It's it's quite um quite manic because oh, I yeah. feel like they're doing so many clubs now, the kids, and they love it. But they come home 
furiously hungry and tired and then we sort of just calm them down get into bed and they're out again but the way they do clubs we've got outside of school clubs which are sort of all year but the school clubs sort of change like people they move it around over the term so by the time you get into it it's half term then you remember it again then it changes after christmas so it's quite it's quite hard to uh get my head around but um with the, the homework mate the hope we had to do this homework i want to send you what we did we had to um go into the garden and find nature to spell out all of the roman numerals it took ages josh so what have you got to do roman numerals in sticks write out roman numerals one to twenty in sticks oh my god it took my brother about 25 minutes <laughs> He was round, and he went, I'll work with homework. He came down, his back was gone. He was bent over. <laughs> it took ages. I'm just going to go and see what my dog's barking at, Josh. Can I come back? Oh, and God. He's kicking off. You know, we've got two dogs now, yeah? Yeah. So the younger one just barks at the other one to play, and the other one don't give a shit. So we had one little calm, lovely dog, and now this little one is just like, he reminds me, you know when you see like 19-year-olds starting uni? Yeah. He's got that sort of energy, and so he just barks for no reason. And whippets don't normally bark. I'm finding it quite annoying because I don't like barking. But you can't really tell a dog off for barking because that's what they do. You can't tell a cat off for purring. No. I took my daughter to, um, she's got, a, she had a play date with a boy that she's, um, she's agreed to marry. Oh, right. Okay. That's good. Have you had any uh, of this romance kind of world yet? So my youngest had a really good friend at preschool nursery and they still sort of meet each other but they properly they were like properly enamored with each other but if it was just another girl you'd be like oh they're just like really really good friends but because it's a boy yeah. they're sort of it's loaded which is quite weird when they're young but yeah. she does sort of go quiet around him more so than her friends that are girls in a slightly yeah. different way that i don't feel like has been pushed on her or because i i don't like it when people go, oh, look at him, he's so handsome, or she's so beautiful, all the boys are going to go mad, or they get all out there, yeah. don't make it weird. But she does sort of go coy, and then when we say, like, oh, you're going to see your friends, she sort of gets all a bit blushes slightly, which is something that's totally come from her, not from us. But yeah, yeah so with my youngest, there's this boy that she always still invites around for play dates, or he's coming for a play date soon, I think, Lou's sorting it out. But yeah, so we've got that slightly, and that's the only thing we sort of had. I found notes from. Um, that like from my eldest sort of mad things about I've got a crush on and stuff like that but it's sort of who's your crush question mark and stuff like that so it's something that they obviously talk about yeah. but what's how, who's this dickhead anyway that she's brought back yeah well I, obviously <laughs> I, roughed, I yeah. roughed him up pulled him to the side and went look here mate if you fuck her about you fuck me about I know Big Tom Davis he's <laughs> the biggest person you know isn't he Josh <laughs> yeah he is the biggest Richard Osman but I don't think that's threatening <laughs> I tell you what, I don't think Richard Osman could beat me up, but I don't think I could beat him up. I think I'd just be going at him like attacking an oak tree. You just take it and stand there. Um, how's it going then? What's the, what's the, what's the story? So so we went round to the parents' house. We know the parents anyway. Yeah. Um, it was very nice, but it is quite weird because they don't really play together. It was like there was a deeper thing going on. So what the, what do they do then? Just well, they don't play together at school. They've just got this thing where. He has asked her to marry him and she said yes. Right, so they sort of feel like they just sort of need to be near each other, not talking yeah. or engaging. Where do you think she's picked yeah, that so up It from? is like a marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Here we bloody go. Good gear. From both ends. Lovely. Um, so, yeah, that was quite an interesting experience. Yeah. Yeah. So it just sort of, they were just hanging out, but not playing, playing separately almost. Well, I was playing football with my future son-in-law. Right. And she was doing art with her future mother-in-law. 
Oh, lovely. Yeah. So, and when are they getting married? Have they got a date or anything? No, but there's a lot of it going around at the school. Another kid asked uh, my daughter's best friend if he could marry her, but she said no. Fair enough. That, that, that happens. That's life. They've got to learn. They've got to learn soon. Exactly. He shouldn't have bought the ring. He, he's regretting that. Um, oh, um, oh, so I, I posted a nice note. from Because I told you about the note from my daughter the other week, the one that mm. she called me a liar. So I posted a nice one. Yeah. Um, interestingly, the nice note got a lot less likes than the yeah, moody too note. bloody right. So it's a good bit of market research going forward. Just sort of to keep it negative. Yeah, exactly. No, that, that's what the incident... No, that's, <laughs> that's what no people want. No one wants positivity no in one this wants day that. and age. Okay. No one wants to know other people are happy. I just thought maybe, you know, let's not just go down the negative and let's put a bit of positivity in there. But actually, from a, you know, bottom line capitalist point of view, Josh, we've got to keep it negative. We can't bring we've up We've got any. to keep it negative. We've <laughs> got to keep it negative. Um, although I did have a fun time in the NFL on Sunday, Rob. Oh, yes. How was that? It was good. Um, but you forget people listen to our podcast. Um, what happened at the NFL? Craig Doyle from the ITV NFL coverage. Yes. Had heard us saying that he would be the go-to standby for... Um, Joel Domit at the NTAs. For Joel Domit at the NTAs. Yeah, because if you didn't listen to the episode, he was hosting NTAs when his wife was due to give birth. So he said there was a st- there was a backup just in case, but we didn't know who that was. We guessed Craig Doyle. Great yeah. presenter. And I think it's a compliment, actually. So, yeah. Safe pair of hands. You could throw him in anywhere and he would deliver. Exactly. Don't take it personally, Doyle. I think yeah. it's, oh, we've been positive about you guys. You had good seats, though. Is that because you agreed yeah. to do some stuff? You were like, you looked like you was on the bench. I, I was. I was literally front row behind the bench. It was, was there famous people there? Uh, there was Deli Alley. Yeah. Footballer. Um, the footballer. Daniel Sturridge. The footballer. And um, Akin Fenwar. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah, you definitely don't hit the demographic for American football by the sound of things, but it's sort of mainly... <laughs> it's, all, it's all black footballers and Josh oh, Riddlecombe. And, and Alex Awobi. <laughs> I got a selfie with Deli Ali. Lovely. Here's a quiz. Yep. Did he say, A, I'm a big fan of the podcast. Mm-hmm. B, yeah. are you that guy from What The Week? Or C, did he... Look like he'd never seen me before in his life. I, I would say C, never seen you before in his life. Correct. Correct <laughs> answer. Well, he's not going to listen to podcasts. He's not got kids. No. I don't no, think exactly. that if you're playing, you know, top-level football for Tottenham and then later on Ever- or mid-level football for Everton, <laughs> that you're going to be keeping up on the news. What does jo- Galatasaray. You don't finish training and think, what does Josh Widdicombe think of Eric Pickles? <laughs> No, but get this, Rob. Yeah. Get this. He's in a hotel at 10pm. Nothing to do on a Friday night. Pop on Channel 4, Delhi, for the love of God. Yes, of course. But it's a bit like past their bedtime if they've got a game the next day, 10pm. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes when it's 10pm on a Friday, right, and I'm on the sofa with Lou and I flick over and I go, oh, let's see what Josh is up to, who's on with Josh, you know, have a little yeah. look on last leg. And I just look at you and think, I can't believe you've got to do some telly now. It's so late. <laughs> I'm like laying in my pants going, I've got nothing to give it. So he seemed friendly though, Doyle, did he? Yeah, he seemed lovely. He seemed seemed very nice. Very nice. Yeah, good on him. But uh, yeah, people are listening, Rob, and people are sending. If you mention someone, Deli Ali's probably just been sent a clip of this now. Yeah, I don't think he'd listen to it though. Got Quan's not come back to me. He's aired me. Might have to come back with another, another episode. Oh, next week. He lines up all his clothes for the whole week. On a what? Sunday, it'll line out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. But, 
So, Bob the way I listed the week in case you didn't know. Yeah, yeah. That's what Einstein did, isn't it? He just had like five of the same suits and he always wore that. Yeah. Like Harry Hill. Yeah. <laughs> but they said that because that way like, you've only got so much space in your brain to make so many decisions in a day. Then after a while, you just don't really care or you just, you, you, your, head, you, your head can't process all that information. So if you're not making a decision on clothes and you've saved a decision. But I'd argue, do you, I don't really put Steve Jobs and Mark Zuckerberg as people that I aspire to be like. I think it looks hard work, their life. Yeah, they're, they're not having a laugh. Like, there's something nice about wearing clothes you like. You might as well go, I'm going to eat the same meal every day. Um, got Quan's replied. Oh, yeah. Good morning, Rob. Good morning, boys. Well, the thing is, you all got a signed copy, at least addressed to someone, even if it wasn't you. I, um, I just got a Gabby Roslin. <laughs> he didn't even get a name on his. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, someone's panicked and went, I don't even know who that address is. I'm just sending it. Oh, no. Oh, just a heartbreak. Oh, Gabby Roslin's PR. <laughs> Gabby Roslin's PR. We, we feel your pain. We've all had that day at work. But I tell you what, it's the best PR they've had. It's the best PR you could possibly have. She's not even had to come on and talk about it because it is book flogging season, Josh. Every guest's yeah. got a fucking book on the go. It's carnage. Um, oh, Tom Allen's just texted me. Oh, yeah, do you want to know what she thinks of Tom Allen, by the way? Because I've got his, his personalised message. Has he got a personalised message? I haven't got a personalised message. <laughs> what, right, no, you mean Rob Rinder's not got a personalised message? Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. Rob Rinder's not got a personalised message. <laughs> Darling Tom, you're one of those delightful beings on the planet. Uh, hope you enjoy the book. Big love and kisses, Gabby. Two kisses. Oh, that's nice. I've got Darling Rob, I love you, but that could be Rinder. Yeah, <laughs> I, I presume it's Rinda. Do you know, Gabby Rodson, can I, I, I don't think she's one of the nicest people I've ever met, ever, even, uh, not yeah. like just in general, not just at work. But when I first got a job at Absolute Radio, I used to go on a Radio London show and do a little funny bit. And she um, said, how are you feeling? I went, oh, I'm a bit nervous about doing Absolute Radio. When you go for a coffee and she gave me such great advice and really looked oh. after me. She's so, so lovely. So best of luck with the book, Gab. Hopefully yeah. um, it but does But she did think well. you were Rob Rinder. Yeah, so go fuck yourself, Gabby Rotten. Don't buy the book. Buy mine or ours. Neighbours <laughs> twice a day. Rob Beckett, a class act. Parent in hell, the book. Not this. No, actually buy us as well. Right, Josh, we do small business. Yeah. Hi, Rob and Josh. This is a reverse small business shout request. Ooh. I need a nut-free, dairy-free, egg-free and low-sugar cake or cupcakes to take to the nursery for my daughter's birthday. Must be store-slash-bakery bought with a card-confirming ingredients. Any chance of putting a call... <laughs> this is mental. <laughs> <laughs> what have we become? What the fuck is this nursery? Uh, any chance of putting a call out to see if there are any small businesses in or delivering to Central London Catering for very specific nursery cake criteria. Many thanks, Tessa. Tessa, how are we going to do this? Yeah, we haven't got your contact details. I've got enough on my plate, and I'm not even going to look at these emails, but Michael's got even more on his plate. He does not need (laughs) hundreds of bakeries emailing him about your fucking kid's birthday. All right, Tessa? Um, Good luck with the hunt. I tell you what I could say is, though, um, that Coughlin's... Try this. Coughlin's Bakery do loads of vegan cakes, so you're, you're nearly there, and it is a yeah. bakery so i'm sure they can put a label on it to yeah. say what's in it so the best we can do here tessa i follow them on instagram so you could find them in the people i follow on instagram Coglands bakery um i think they're more south london and east london southeast aren't southeast, they, yeah. but um but i'm sure they could give sort it a you go. out tessa if not get just a tray bake from greg's hope for the best okay uh- <laughs> 
hope I just hope Tesla hasn't opened up a, a string of us now basically starting a kind of no we're not doing that we're anymore turning, we're turning into one of those boards you see outside a news agent we're yes just so we can't do the up. reverse shout oh that's too much Tesla um, or just what I'll do is just throw a bag of revels in the nursery like a grenade see what happens <laughs> Hi, Robin Josh. Writing on behalf of my sister, who I think could possibly be the most addicted person to your podcast ever. Please, can you give her stroke us a small business shout out? Dinky's Swim Club. Swimming lessons for babies and toddlers, which are actually affordable and still teach the same amazing technique of swimming and safety to go with it. At £9.50 a session. That is bargainous. Karen set up Dinkies back in 2018 and has worked so hard on growing the business and constantly making things bigger, better for parents, sometimes at the cost of her own pocket. To find out where our lessons are and how to get more info for the franchise, please visit www.dinkies, D-I-N-K-I-E-S, swimschool.co.uk. Thank you. This will mean the world to her. There we go. Lovely stuff. Um, Josh, I will see you um, Friday for another guest. See you later. Bye. Hello, I'm Charles Brandreth. What's the very first thing you remember? That's the question I'll be asking my famous and fascinating guests in Rosebud, my new podcast about first memories and first experiences. My first memory is handing my Auntie Muriel a piece of turd. Other guests include Dame Judi Dench, Alison Hammond and Rory Stewart. Download and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Politics. Sport. Climate change. Culture wars. I'm Jack Dean. And I'm Sean Walsh. These are just some of the things we won't be talking about in our podcast, Oh My Dog. Not that we we couldn't if we wanted to. Oh, of course. Of course we could. We're both well known for our scathing satire and social commentary, but we've decided to set that aside to talk about our favourite subject. Dogs. What's your voice for her? I go into that persona that I don't know who it is when I go all shrill and like, Rolly! And it's really needy. (laughs) Show me some affection. (laughs) Come on, Bev. Come on, get on the bed and thinking, oh, there's something wrong with her. And then when you put your glasses on, you've just been shouting at a brown towel on the floor. (laughs) You know, Bev? Bev, are you okay? I cocoa butter my body from top to bottom every morning. I don't know I'm getting to this. That's, not... <laughs> That's good. That's yeah. good to know. We've got an exclusive. <laughs> I always like to give like one exclusive to each podcast I go on. And this is yours. Join us on our podcast, Oh My Dog. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Instagram at omdpod. Hello, I'm Jen Brister. And I'm Kerry Godleyman. And we host the brand new podcast series, Memory Lane. Each week, we'll be taking a trip down memory lane with our very special guests as they bring in full photos from their past to talk about. And Jen and I will be doing new episodes every week. Come on, we can all be nosy together. Memory Lane Podcast, available now. What a time to be alive. And not in a good way. Pringles are 3 99 You have to scan a barcode to see the menu at a restaurant. Why are there so many parking apps? Why are there so many apps? Why is everyone filming everything? You've now got to pay £5 just to drop someone off at the airport. Piers Morgan. I drive home in a car I can't afford to run, to cook food I can't afford to eat, in a house I can't afford to live in. I'm Sean Walsh. And I'm Paul McCaffrey. And if you've been annoyed by anything that you've heard in this advert, then why not listen to the brand new series of our hit podcast, What's Upset You Now? Here's another thing, podcasts that are three hours long. Not this one. No. 
This is two 15-minute episodes a week, one with me and Paul, and one with guests like Ramesh Ranganathan, Rob Beckett, Pete Doherty, Emily Atak, Josh Widdicombe, and Catherine Ryan. So go to wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to What's Upset You Now.